depending on which scenario we used for increasing productivity, uh, over the next five years, um, uh, GDP would increase by um, somewhere between half a percent and one percent. Now, that, that, that sounds like small numbers, but when, when you take account of the fact that uh, GDP is about 260 billion, we're, we're talking about um, an increase in, 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 in GDP of um, somewhere between 1.25 and 2.5 um, billion in GDP at the end of five years. Kiora, I'm Troy, here as CEO and welcome to Stirring the Pot. Thanks for connecting. If you're new, here's what you can expect. We're going to be talking the tough stuff, the things that keep us metalheads up at night. There are many challenges facing our industry and equally many opinions on how we should tackle them. Stirring the Pot provides a facilitated forum to discuss and challenge these viewpoints. So let's get to the nuts and bolts of it. Today, we're talking with Mark Cox, who is a principal consultant at Burl. He has over 40 years of experience in consultancy and applied economic research and was the lead in a recently commissioned HERA project to model the potential economic impacts of Construction 4.0 in New Zealand. HERA recently commissioned Burl to investigate the impacts of Construction 4.0 on the New Zealand economy. What definition of construction 4.0 did you use for the report? Well, that's a really interesting question to start with because um, before we did this um, modelling exercise, uh, we did a a, a literature review of uh, articles from around the world that looked at the um, what what. what uh, construction 4.0 means and how it's understood. And uh, one of the things we found was that um, um, actually 4.0 is not a technology in in itself, but a a fusion of technologies. And so, for example, we found uh, one report that suggested that uh, there are 30 or so different um, technologies uh, encompassed within 4.0. And another one that said a similar thing, they they mentioned actually 32 different digital technologies technologies um yeah so, so um the, the the idea is um as i was saying it's, it's an approach rather than a, a particular technology you can um uh, define precisely and what was the aim of the project overall okay um the 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 aim was to try and find out um what would be gained economically if there was um uh, an increase in productivity in in the construction sector that would follow uh, the uptake of uh, construction 4.0 technologies. Did you find any comparable studies being done in New Zealand or elsewhere globally? We, we found a reference um, in the literature review to a number of different studies, but uh, what wasn't tended not to be clear was how the numbers that um, we came across uh, were, were generated. And um, so uh, we, we thought it'd be really important to do some uh, original research that could be uh, examined in depth and would provide a, a clear understanding of how, how we went about um, uh, generating results and what they meant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we definitely found it quite difficult to come across um, particular references in relation to construction 4.0. There were certainly references around industry 4.0 applied to manufacturing, but not really in building and construction. 
Uh, so we think that this is um, fairly unique research um, in terms of a global context. What were the key findings from the report? Well, um, I think it has to be um, understood before I answer that, that uh, what we actually did was um, we, we tested the potential impact of um, 4.0 by using uh, a computable general equilibrium uh, model, which is a, a, a mathematical representation of the economy, um, which uh, shows in, in huge detail um, how uh, a shock that's applied to the economy um, would uh, have a ripple effect um, and uh, have all sorts of impacts on things like um, uh, GDP, uh, wages, employment, productivity, etc, etc, etc. Yeah, so, so that's what we did. And, and I, I mentioned that um, CGE modeling is useful for, for testing the effect of a shock. And, and, and by, by shock, I mean some kind of stimulus to the economy, and it might be a positive or a negative stimulus. So it could be, um, in, in, in a, on, on a dramatic scale, it could be uh, um, a serious uh, shutdown of an industry. For example, the sort we've seen in, in the um, New Zealand tourism industry in, in the last uh, year and a half uh, because of uh, the closing of our borders and the fact that uh, we've gone from a situation of having three and a half million international visitors a year to practically zero. Um, but on, on the positive side, um, you, you can test the, 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 the effect of a shock that is um, um, stimulating activity. So our shock was as to say, well, what would happen if we applied uh, 4.0 technology more widely in construction and increased productivity? What would the effects of uh, those increases in productivity be? The, the headline um, uh, effect, uh, I, I think you could probably say, is, is that uh, um, depending on which scenario we used for increasing productivity, uh, over the next five years, um, uh, GDP would increase by um, somewhere between half a percent and one percent. Now, that, that, that sounds like small numbers, but when, when you take account of the fact that uh, GDP is about 260 billion, we're, we're talking about um, an increase in, 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 in GDP of um, somewhere between 1.25 and 2.5 um, billion in GDP at the end of five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that certainly doesn't sound little to me. Um, how reliable do you think those um, projections are? Well, it... it 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 actually depends that we, we we think the modeling is is reliable because it is based on a, a complex system of uh, mathematical equations um the reliability of the findings will actually depend on on whether um uh construction 4.0 technologies are taken up and we actually do get the uh, the sort of uh, productivity improvements we think are possible mhm and you mentioned um, the impacts of COVID on tourism. Was there any impact included uh, in, in terms of an assumption made within the model fr- arising from COVID for construction 4.0? No, because what we're actually doing is, is modelling um, the effect of um, um, a productivity increase over and above what we've seen uh, over the last 20 years. So, for example, in in, uh, residential construction, we've seen uh, annual productivity 
increase of about uh, 2.5% a year. In non-residential construction, um, we've seen productivity increase over the past 20 years by about 2% a year. And what we actually did was to say, well, what would happen if we augmented those uh, rates of growth in productivity by using uh, construction 4.0 technologies? Mm -hmm. And what were some of the assumptions made in the underlying model that, you know, we should be transparent about? And was there any particular sensitivity to any of those assumptions? Yes, well, what we actually did was... uh, generated uh, three different scenarios, um, as essentially a set of uh, assumptions about what would happen to productivity. So we had uh, um, uh, three scenarios, a, a, a low, medium and a high um, scenario. So what, what we said in, in, in um, the, uh, the least favourable scenario was that um, um, productivity in the residential construction sector over the next five years would uh, um, increase by um, one and a half times the rate of increase in the last 20 years. So we're, t- we're talking about uh, going up towards um, a, a little over 3%. And in the non-residential sector, we say that the the, uh, the assumption was that um, productivity would increase uh, over the next five years at twice the rate it was seen in the past. Uh, at the other end of the scale, we, 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 uh, we assumed that uh, productivity in the residential sector would be double in the next five years what it was in the past 20 years. In the, in the uh, um, non-residential sector, we, we um, were working on the assumption that it would be a, a, a tripling of the, the um, uh, rate of growth in productivity. Mm-hmm. What are some of the limitations of the model? Well, it, at the end of the day, we are talking about um, uh, a, a model that uh, represents the economy. And of course, you can imagine uh, the economy is an extremely complex system. Um, and um, the, the, the limitations are that um, you can't necessarily um, precisely represent all the relationships in the economy in, in, um, in mathematical terms. Um, Sometimes you, you, you run into the problem that um, uh, there's a limitation on the quality of the data that we face, although we're pretty confident that um, we have that. Um, but actually, we're, we're pretty confident that uh, if you accept our um, scenarios as being realistic, we are fully confident that uh, the results we produce will come to pass. Yes, so when I read the study, the... Um the effects are very compelling in terms of the significance of adoption of of industry four in 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 aspects of construction, and what that really tells to me is that we, as an industry and research association, need to really encourage and support and advocate for our, our industry to adopt these technologies, um, in order to deliver those outcomes that the model is is anticipating. What does the um, study actually say to you as an economist? Yeah, I, I think it'd be useful to uh, talk for a, a short while at least about the, the barriers to the uptake of um, construction 4.0 because although the, uh, um, the, the, the potential prize um, is, is glittering, you might even say, um, there, there are a set of different barriers that uh, need to be overcome if, if uh, 4.0 technologies uh, are, are to be used extensively and if we are to capture the prize um, and the benefits of being able to increase productivity. Um, so uh, 
the sorts of um, you, we can actually um, categorize the um, barriers to the uptake in, in, in three different ways. There, there, there are technical barriers, there are structural barriers, and there are human barriers. Now, uh, in terms of uh, technical barriers, um, the, um, the, the, what might stand in the way of um, rapid uptake is, is, is that uh, technologies can be difficult to use. They can be quite expensive. Um, um, and they, they, they can be difficult to master. Um, so so that, that, that would need to be addressed. Uh, and, and it's good to see, for example, that um, um, MB and Callahan Innovation are, are, are encouraging and supporting uh, um, construction businesses to use 4.0. I mentioned um, structural um, barriers. And, and when I talk about structural barriers, I'm, I'm referring to the... Um, the, the, the composition uh, and, and the nature of our construction industry, because we are a small economy, um, our construction businesses are relatively small. Um, we, we don't have a lot of um, standardization in our buildings, although um, as more the case in, in uh, residential construction, that we are beginning to see a lot more um, standardization. Um, and, and that's one of the reasons why uh, productivity in, in the residential building sector has increased more rapidly over the last 20 years than has happened in, in, um, in the uh, non-residential sector. But in the non-residential sector, we look about ourselves. You look about the uh, Auckland, you look about uh, Wellington, the, the commercial buildings that are being constructed. And apart from the um, wrinkly tin sheds that are used by um, um, some supermarkets and, and the, the uh, big box retailers, um, there isn't an awful lot of standardization. Um, all the commercial buildings uh, are, are, are very different and, and that limits the scope for, for, for using um, construction 4.0 effectively or to maximum effect. And the third one is, is um, human, human barriers. Uh, and um, uh, that, that um, manifests itself in when... Um, People managing and, and, and working in construction uh, businesses uh, find the whole idea of it daunting. They might, uh, because um, we've always done construction this way, um, we can't see any reason to change it. Um, and and, and that, that sort of um, um, barrier needs to be overcome as well. So we're talking about uh, um, it, it, it needs... Um, support and interventions on three fronts to, to make sure that um, the, the, the prize that we're pointing out can actually be realised, can be gained. Yeah, the World Economic Forum released a really interesting um, video a couple of years ago around the future of uh, construction, and they painted three future scenarios. And one of them was basically that building and construction becomes the factories of the future. So it essentially becomes a manufacturing process versus its own sector. Um, yes. And I, I, I think in my mind, I actually, actually my imagination is more captured by in the long term, well, in the short term, I think we will go to that. But in the long term, I actually think that the, um, the potential for Industry 4.0 applied to construction will actually enable um, greater diversity of design but maximum utilization of the um, actual production process and standardization of the components rather than the design itself. So I think we may have some kind of compaction around um, standardization and things 
pretty much looking very similar. And then we will have an expansion as we, we enable that technology more so and that capability more so that we can actually um, on the design side have more creativity, but the production side has more standardization. That, that's, a, that's a really interesting point because I, I think we, we can imagine the um, the construction process and the way that um, uh, construction is, is managed will be more standardised. But because of the technologies that are used, and I'm thinking in particular of a, a technology um, like uh, building information management, um, will enable... Um, things to be changed very rapidly um, uh, w- w- without uh, the, the whole uh, value chain being disrupted and, and, and grinding to a halt. And that will uh, uh, allow uh, the uh, different um, outcomes that you're sort of talking about, design solutions uh, uh, to be incorporated um, much more easily and, and much less uh, disruptively. Mm. Yeah, this is a um, project that here is... Uh is trying to initiate in terms of um, um, we've got a, a, a collaboration with a, a number of universities globally um, and we're seeking funding for it, but it, it is essentially looking at taking all of those aspects that at the moment are, in terms of the decisions that designers have to make is very um, it's very linear and you can't really um, optimise for infinite numbers of variables. You can only optimise for, you know, affordability or seismic yeah. design um, and, you know, probably pull three different levers that are trading off against each other. But if we can mm-hmm. use those complex data sets to actually um, support the decision tools for designers, um, we can actually maximise the design for a range of outcomes in terms of affordability, sustainability, but also for constructability, which at the moment sure. that there's a massive nexus between design and constructability. So I think it's got massive opportunity for us to um, really enable such an important part of our um, intergenerational well-being. Well, it, it, it tells us that the... the um the, the prize at the end of the day, if, if there's widespread use of uh, 4.0 technologies in construction, um, there'd be uh, enormous prizes. Um, productivity would increase. That means the cost of uh, construction would come down. The price to the consumers and end users of construction um, would, would, would uh, come down. They would benefit. Um, and, and the benefits in, in, in terms of increased GDP, increased wages, increased profitability, lower operational costs uh, for, for users would filter right throughout the economy. So actually, um, our, our model looks at um, uh, about 75 different sectors in the economy. And we actually found that um, the, the, the benefits of uh, uh, adopting uh, construction 4.0 would uh, filter through to virtually every single sector in the economy. Mm-hmm. That's, that's actually um, a lot more impact than we, we actually envisaged when we commissioned the report as well. Um, do you see, in terms of an intervention, so if we think of construction 4.0 as an intervention, do you see, um, how does this compare to other kind of interventions? Is this something that is high impact in your view or, you know, is that something pretty typical in terms of the economic impacts? Well, I, I, I guess you could um, compare it with um, uh, 
work uh, on CG modeling of things like um, the effect of um, a trade agreement, a free trade agreement. And it's a similar sort of scale to what we might see, for example, with uh, um, a, a, a free trade agreement that might be concluded with um, the United Kingdom or the EU. It's that sort of scale of impact. And of course, everyone gets really excited when when we hear about uh, free trade agreements being reached. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. So, in my mind, I'm thinking um, from a government perspective that you know there should be a lot more support to stimulate adoption of these technologies more broadly across the sector because of the huge economic impact it does have for the nation. Um, similar, as you say, to a, a international trade agreement. So, um, yeah, that's a that's a very good way for us to actually consider it and talk to government about it. Yeah, uh, w- w- one interesting feature is that um, we were able to show that if you get the sort of um, GDP increases uh, uh, that we were modelling, that would, of course, benefit um, the government's revenues and that would then enable the government to be able to spend more on, on the sort of uh, well-being activities it wants to promote. So government revenues increase by uh, by about uh, a, a third of the um, GDP increase. So if you get a, a, an eight billion increase in uh, GDP over a five year period, uh, the, the, the tax take on that would be about two point five, two point six percent billion. Sorry. Mm. Yeah, and that's a really interesting point because, of course, we didn't do it in um, the context of a full living standards framework assessment. We're really only looking at that financial physical capital. Um, bucket. Um, but if we were to probably look at it more broadly, all of those flow on effects in terms of the social um, and potentially the environmental as well, when we start to look at sure. sustainability 4.0 as a part of construction 4.0, um, the impacts for intergenerational wellbeing are likely to be very significant too, as you say. Yeah. Um, what, what One thing you, you would get uh, through um, uh, application of 4.0 technologies is, is, is better performing buildings. Yeah, and and that of course is going to have uh, benefits um, to to the environment and and uh, the livability of uh, uh, and the degree of comfort people get when they work and live in in buildings that are are, are constructed using four point zero. Yeah, we we are really excited by this report because obviously, um, you know, the telling the story of the living standards framework, all of the other buckets are, are largely um, qualitative assessments and this the physical financial physical is usually the most quantitative and the one that probably gets the most initial interest um, and we have really struggled to be capturing the imagination of this opportunity that applying industry for technologies to construction has um, and this uh, really provides a compelling picture around how important it is that we do start to adopt these technologies um, so we're really excited to have this report and we're so excited to be able to share it with the sector as well so that we can we can start actually making progress around achieving some of these objectives. Yeah, that's really good to hear. And, and uh, it, it was an exciting project for us to work on um, because we, we think it's a, it's, a, it's a very powerful analytical tool. Uh, and it's actually the, something that... Um, um, requires a fair bit of skill to actually use uh, as, as an economist. Um, we, we actually have a, an, an econometrician rather than a simply economist. Uh, uh, and um, he, he's able to do all, all, all the, um, 
vastly uh, complex um, modeling and number crunching. But uh, I think the thing about um, um, CG analysis is something that the, that the Treasury really encourages when, uh, when it's looking at uh, policy analysis of uh, different kinds. But um, as, as I was hinting, it, it's actually quite uh, difficult to, to, to use as a tool. And there's actually not many people in New Zealand who can do, who, who can apply CG analysis. Yeah, I have. I have to say, it's definitely beyond the means of HERA, and um, I'm I'm interested to hear that it's even a um, very specialised uh, aspect of research for economists as well. Yeah, um, but it's, it's sort of modelling that we would expect um, um, many engineers to be able to um, comprehend, uh, because we 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 uh, our understanding is a CG model is 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 a system model that's um, uh, akin in many respects to a, a sort of model that a structural engineer might use. So there you go. Thanks for joining our conversation with Mike today. If you'd like to connect more with him, you'll find his details in the show notes. For those on the fence about adopting 4.0 technologies, this report demonstrates a compelling case. The modelling shows that the outcome of these scenarios could add up to just over $8 billion in GDP over the next five years. In the words of Burl, overall, the effect of adopting 4.0 technologies in construction will be positive and widespread. The challenge will be in encouraging the uptake of the technology. Food for thought till we see you next time. So hit subscribe and if you liked what you heard today, please like, review or share with any metalheads you know. Let's spread the word. If you liked what you heard today, you may be interested to get in touch with our team. We're undertaking a number of initiatives in the Industry 4.0 space to assist our industry with its uptake. This includes important research into Construction 4.0 and its intersection with Mataronga Māori, our Fab 4.0 lab, automation audits and more. Get in touch, you'll find details in the show notes.